this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! And here it is, the advanced cave giants against the true alpha! Cave giants corner the party. There's no negotiating with giants. And Troy's excitement can't be contained. But oh it is my. now... <laughs> Troy is so happy. <laughs> the fight will demand risky tactics. If you're if you're listening at home, uh, which obviously you are, uh, <laughs> Will is all alone away from the party. I'll take one. Don't roll a natty one. One, one. Don't roll a natty one. And the players will be on the edge of their seats. No, oh, he's so nervous. Oh, he oh, did it again. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, a hit. that's a hit. But this is only the beginning. Hundreds and hundreds. And hundreds of giants. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. The adventure continues now. What's up, everybody? Big Daddy Troy here. That is creepy. That is unnecessarily creepy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't call me Big Daddy. Sorry I said that. Oh, boy. What is going on with the GCP? Well, tickets to the first ever GCP live show are sold out. Might be to say we actually sold out in less than 24 hours, which is just amazing to me, but it's because we have the greatest fans in all of podcasting. There were a bunch of people who pre-RSVP'd by email, so they got first crack at tickets, obviously, and then the rest sold like hotcakes when we put them online. Now, for those lucky few who secured your ticket, you're going to bear witness for the first time in Glass Cannon history as Skid... GMs, a Pathfinder Society scenario with myself and the other three idiots as the players. And we're actually going to let the fans decide what class and race each of us play with polls that we're going to put up on social media over the next few weeks that you're going to be able to vote in. Now, if you didn't get a ticket, don't worry. Calm down. Just calm down. We are packing fans into this event. It's going to be standing room only for a bunch of us. And all the proceeds from the tickets are actually going right back to supporting our host and local gaming store, the Geekery HQ, right here in Astoria, Queens. So unless we burn the place to the ground, there will be plenty more live events to come. Now, we've been teasing it on social media all week that we have a big announcement, so let me blurt that out, and then we'll get to the show. Since we started this podcast, I am continually amazed at how many emails we get from people asking if there's any way they can help support the show beyond just telling their friends. Since day one, we have thankfully never missed a week putting out a show, and we are dedicated to making sure we never do. However, between full-time jobs and babies and acting and playwriting careers and life in general, we have reached a point now where in order to keep this show going at the same quality you've all come to expect, as well as to work to eventually release more new and exciting content, we need your help. I think it's fair to say that our most asked request via email or Facebook messages since day one has been, can you please start a Patreon page so we can help support what you're doing? Well, it's been a long time coming, and we had to jump through a few hoops, but tomorrow, March 1st, 2017, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be launching the Glass Cannon Patreon page. We spent a lot of time putting it together and creating rewards that we think you, the fans, will really like. Now, if you're not familiar with Patreon... 
Basically, for those of you who are interested in supporting the show and are able to, you pledge a certain monthly dollar amount to keep the show going. $2, $5, $10, $15, whatever. And for as long as you keep your pledge going, you're going to get things from us in return. Rewards, as it were. Now, I don't want to spoil what those rewards are, but obviously, the more you're able to pledge, the more fun stuff you're going to get. And there's some really good stuff on there, I think, especially at the higher reward tiers. Likewise, once we unlock certain monthly total amount of pledges, you're going to help us unlock goals that we have for the show, like, oh, I don't know, video content, and maybe, just maybe, a second show. Anyway, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch to get the link when that Patreon page launches tomorrow, March 1st, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because there are some rewards on there that are a limited quantity. So get on it! Every single one of you listening to the show has supported us just by listening every week, just by telling a friend, and just by reaching out to us and letting us know that maybe our silly little show made you laugh today, or even got you through a tough time. We get those emails all the time, and it always touches us. If we could continue doing this show without asking for support, we would. But sadly, we're not independently wealthy, and we have no famous people on our show just yet. Working on it. So until some angel investor falls out of the sky to help take us to the next level, we really need your help, if you are able to. Thank you for everything that you do to keep us going. And as the march to episode 100 keeps going, please enjoy episode 92, Dead Ender's Game. Right as we went off the air last week, Joe looked at me and was like, wait, when do we fight cave giants? <laughs> like, not only is Lork uh, gone from this, but Joe is. <laughs> well, we fought a lot of giants now with a lot of different swear, adjectives this before This is the first giant. giant you fought, though. I swear I remember Joe being there when we recorded that episode, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> well, I have since uh, gotten myself up to speed. Right. Yeah. Well, remember, it was the one that came out of a cave. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a nice mnemonic device. <laughs> To, to use to remember, <laughs> you probably didn't recognize them because they weren't swinging orcs. That's on chains. what I'm seeing. Yeah. That's, that's how what I, I was yeah. thinking. There like, were what? three of them swinging orcs on chains. Yeah. So I was then thrown off. These guys are a lot stronger and harder. <laughs> right. Oh, I, want you to, I want you to roll a perception check. There is a half orc with exceptionally long tusks attached to the end of one of the cave giant's chains. <laughs> This uh, is an arena. I mean, now you Skid said last week that it looked like a, what did you say, Mile High, like a football yeah, stadium? Yeah, it's like yeah. Mile Stadium. And it's, it's, We're in the South Stadium. This is the right kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is, the advanced cave giants against the true now five. Cave giants have elected to defer. <laughs> <laughs> I really think the cave giants would be coached by Bill Belichick. They probably have. Yeah. <laughs> they always wanted in the And here half. comes their mascot, Lexington. <laughs> Trotting out on the field. The true now Lexington. <laughs> Uh, oh boy, man! There was a lot that went down last week. We didn't even have an encounter. Um, yeah. yeah. Once you guys decided to go north, I was like, "Sweet cave giant encounter." <laughs> and then there was just so much, you know, all these side valleys. I, I mean, as a player, it would it, it would drive me nuts. I know it has to drive most of you guys nuts. Not knowing, like, is there something down there? Is like there a little magical item, or is there another temple? You know, what the hell's down there? But eventually you make your way here and you see these abandoned mines. There was some sort of slavery going on. Were they enslaving dwarves? Were they enslaving giants? Were they enslaving humans? I mean, look, it looks like the work of giants that cut these holes, made these caves. But they're all like, 
there's all these honorifics to dwarven families right on them you go in one of them it kind of ends nothing you go in the next one there's just this network of crazy uh, you know tunnels leading around and around you know if you go too far you'll end up in the dark lands so did the dwarves come afterwards and like finish what the giants started with the giants enslaving the dwarves to do I don't know I do love you do know that's true I do <laughs> <laughs> liar it's rhetorical I do love the idea of just going into the mines and starting a whole new campaign like at episode 100 right, I'll just start just like see, see you later I'll start home brewing at one of the ruins of undermountain you just adapt ruins of undermountain just do that whole thing you guys come out you enter one and you come way out on the other side and you, you look at the next one and you see a volcano you see a a, a I think I said child, but you know, an infant being carried up a volcano. A picture of a gun, but like not like your gun, like a gun from centuries ago. But you're like, I know a gun when I see one. <laughs> yeah, needs some sharpening on a whetstone for sure. <laughs> it's the dullest gun. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the tomb of Nargrim Steelhand that you find out that quite possibly you could be a descendant of someone, a tribe of people that used guns, a tribe of people that. You know, brought their ch- children up to the top of a mountain, buried them with a gun underneath them. If they survived, all right, you can be part of the clan. If not, guess it wasn't meant to be. And then you get your gun on your name day. But somehow you were taken away from that. Maybe you were saved. Maybe you were, you got lost in the fray and you were raised a red heart. You find out from Droja a zillion episodes ago that you're not a red heart. Although the myth may not be true. Well, the name day is also a very interesting tie-in to uh, the Hope Knife ceremony in the mm. beginning of the whole. It's, it's, yeah. There's some sort of kismet between these two things. It's all tied together. So if you are connected to this at all, if your family had anything to do with this particular excavation of a mine, then perhaps this rune will tell you a little bit of chunk of who you really are. Mm. Before you have a chance to examine it, three huge tusked cave giants with two of them have battle axes and one of them has this weapon that you recognize as a weird dwarven weapon two of them have their wives with them two of them have their wives wow yeah and they're holding their purses (laughs) (laughs) swinging purses around (laughs) they're sitting on the couch waiting for them to finish dress shopping the old battle axe uh what what do we do here? We got to roll initiative, but Baron, I got to ask you what's what's been going through your head all week. I what's happening in my head metagaming wise is that I hope that this doesn't mean that Troy's going to kill my character to bring in a new one. Soon. Be a perfect place. For I know, to die. right? It really, exactly. right? Yep, right yep. outside that cave. Guns right there. <laughs> yeah. Everything would be explained. Ship off yeah, the old block. Us. I do have old Greedy with me. <laughs> Joe can finally try to roll for that belt of dexterity he wanted all the time. Yes! I'll take it! <laughs> roll? He'll be rolling over your body as he rips it off. <laughs> and that heavy crossbow. Um, <laughs> Don't forget the heavy crossbow. No, but um, I, I, what I'm interested in after I know the name of this is to cross-references and, and to think, is there a volcano near here? Am I near where that family is? I, I know it's tied into Nargrim somehow and, and the relationship between those ancestors and and, and poor Umlo's going to die soon. And there's just so many things. Should I take the hand? Should I move forward if he dies? Will I die before that? I, I don't know. There's a million things that could happen. Right. Like, if you are indeed connected to these people, to this tribe, to one of Nargrim Steelhand's, like, right-hand men, if, if you are kin to them, are any of them still alive? Right. From what you know, from what Droja told you, there's no red hearts left. 
so you can't go back and ask, hey, how did I end up getting here in the first place? If they are truly all dead. But maybe you'll be able to find out part of your story if your real family does still live. But in the meantime, you have bloodthirsty cave giants bearing down on you. You guys want to see a pic? Yeah. Why not? Yes, please. I love the pics. You guys at home want to see this pic? <laughs> but you can't. Uh, I would love to see it. the pic. Look at this dude. Oh, wow. Look at this dude. He's Look at this dude. He's wow. a lovely shade of turquoise. He is. He oh, looks no, way no. tougher than the other one that we fought. He right. looks more like... Yeah, they, they look more urbane or something. Like, yeah. more intelligent. Tr- yeah. Could you just uh, scroll down a little bit so I could see the resistance? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, oh, so wait a minute. Skills and abilities. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> ah, it almost worked. <laughs> So what about Keswick? All right, who's playing Umlo this week? I'm Umlo. Oh, my popular demand. Back to Matthew. You got through another episode without having to actually roll anything. I should never have him in combat. All right, who is over 26? 29. 29 for Nestor. All right, any other 20s? Ooh. Uh, Joe, you got excited over what? Something over 15? I got a 20. Oh, you got a 20 even. Okay. 20 even. Uh, Della, you, where are you at? 16. 16 for Della. Umlo? A little slow there, Umlo's, Della. Umlo's at 9. Ooh, Baron. Baron has a gentleman's 15. Ooh. A gentleman's 15. <laughs> All right. I know where the cave giants are. Let's see. Uh, so how far are you guys apart? This has charge written They're like all over 130 it. feet away, I think. Okay, who's up front there? Is that Sir Will on Lexington? Sir Willem- yeah. on Lexington. That's right, because while they were really examining things, you were keeping an eye out. Yeah, I yeah. was behind, the, back in the field, looking back at the field. Right, so yeah. nobody's getting the jump on anybody, but this is like a fight. Yes. Kickoff. <laughs> and the ball is in Nestor's court. Now, Nestor's <laughs> is far away. Baron, you're like, yeah. oh, Baron's ranged, right? No problem. Baron's got to get... Really close, unless Not, oh, you're using the crossbow. I have the Giants being crossbows. <laughs> okay, talk to me, Nestor Coin. Uh, well, as much as I would love to act first before they go, get the flat-footed and my sneak attack damage, uh, they have to be within 30 feet for me to get that. And in fact, uh, they're outside my first range increment at the moment, so I'm just going to delay. Delay. Yes. Okay. Nestor is You going... delayed saying that I delayed. I did. I did. I was watching uh, Matthew whisper something to Joe. Uh, <laughs> Sir Will with a 20. Uh, Sir Will is going to ask Yomadai for protection and use a standard action to enact divine armor and make his armor uh, champion armor. Nice. I was wondering, is he going to charge directly into three cave giants? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. No, he he's, go- he's going to, yeah, he's he's just going to enact the divine armor. Divine armor. Is, what, is That's that a give standard action. Is it just action. an AC bonus, or is it a, a blessed uh, AC it, bonus? It's a plus one to the armor, but I'm foregoing that for the champion ability, which gives me a plus two bonus, AC bonus, to anyone that I challenge or smite. Ah, ah, little preview of coming smites. Can, can Baron, coming smites. Can, and I could do it right now as a Swift, but I don't want to because I'm not sure how they're going to fan out. So tactically, I'm going to wait to see where they're positioned before I pick one to destroy. Holding on the Swifty. That's exactly. Cool. Holding on the Swifty. Baron thoughts. Free action, quick talk, if I may. To sure. My party. Uh, can I raid this road? <laughs> <laughs> Baron takes a full round action to turn around and decipher the room. Um, Baron says... 
Just take a five foot step. Get out of my way so I can shoot these sons of bitches. Uh, all right. Uh, Lexington will. He knows Baron's voice when he hears it. He takes a five foot step to the side. All right. Offer a window. Dunk. All right. Also, technically, you can't do that. Oh, because of the champion's only armor? Your, no, only on I your turn. I can't free action talk. You do a free action on your turn. Well, then don't do the five foot step. Make me move. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Actually, I was going to go out so uh, just to separate myself from the party to set up for a charge. So move me like 15 feet away from the party. Yeah, just kind of fanning out to the side to split up a little Get bit. Get ready to tilt. I, I just want to see whichever one is going to split towards me. <laughs> I feel sorry for that guy. Will, if you're if you're listening at home, uh, which obviously you are, uh, Will is all alone away from the party, uh, but still very far from the trio of bowling pins that is the Cave Giants. Della nine. Della's going to cast haste. Della yes. Yes. <laughs> and then yes. she is going to fan out a little bit to the left. Oh, to the left. To the to left, left. To the, the left. left. Now, Baron, slide. Slide. <laughs> slide. All right, Baron. Did now. you have to get right in front of me, love? <laughs> now, talk to me, Baron. Can you have the crossbow preloaded? No, he had it loaded. You yeah, had it loaded. He, had it out. Yeah. he was so holding it. So it's ready to go. All right, yeah. Well, the other thing that happens with Hero Lab is with haste, even with the reloading things, we've talked about how it calculates these things properly. I get two attacks with it. You get two attacks. You can reload uh, uh, while hasted, apparently. All right. You're all right. Calculating it, it, the, it would not have added it. Remember in the past when I thought it. This is true. I right, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I just need to get within 120 feet to be within my first range increment. So are we saying that the one at the front away from me is approximately 130 feet away? <laughs> I think we have a grid right there. You can count. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 100. <laughs> it's simple math. <laughs> Did you just step up? By the way. Because that would be a move action. <laughs> that's that's Grant. That's right. Five foot step. <laughs> That's the biggest five foot step I've ever seen. I don't know where I am anymore. Just put me five feet away from where I was. Troy, do the combat for me. No, that looks right. That what do you think? Right. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty, okay. fifty-five. Yeah, you're with. Okay, me. great. 20. So I'm going to shoot twice at the first guy. Guy at All the right. vanguard. There are three giants in a triangle, knuckle puck position. You for may fire when ready. Flat footed. A Sizzle. Plus nine against Giants. Oh, boy. Ooh, is that a two? Three. It's a three, so that's a 12 to hit. I was like, is your crossbow broken? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> misfire. Uh, yeah, misfire crossbow. Hits me. Right, what did you say? It was a what to hit? It's a nine. Or, no, a 12, 12, 12. Get out of here with it. Okay. Garbage. Next, next attack, and then I'm dropping the crossbow. <laughs> Actually, with haste, I might keep it for a while. Okay, that's a 20 to hit. 20 to hit. Miss. Oh, yeah. Miss. Flat footed. Oh, shit. Miss flat footed? Wow. Right well, they probably don't here. have any. Well, yeah, they don't have anyway. any. Yeah. Their flat footed is probably the same as their regular. <laughs> but oh, my. Now, that. <laughs> Troy is so happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He looks like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what do I want to do here? This is new music, by the way. If you it is, what is this? Uh, It's just new Sirenscape music. Oh, nice! It's within the same sound set we've used before, but he Ben Loomis has refreshed it. What a genius that man is! Sure is. All right, I think we're going to charge at Sir Will. All right, let me see if I've got the distance here. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 
Show Ken. Show Ken. This is the one with the dwarven weapon. The other two have battle axes. This one has some strange dwarven weapon. One attack, plus two on the charge. It is going to be a 25, Sir Will. 25 to hit? 25 to hit. That hits. Hit, Sir Will, atop Lexington. Four. Oh, boy. 23 points of damage. Boom! You get Ouch! <laughs> All right, and now it's time for the fan out. I'm going to take my turn. Oh, Nestor, jumping in. Uh, I'm going to take a five-foot step uh, to my right, to, to Nestor's right. <laughs> and um, I'm going to fire off old Jolta. Uh, 26. 26 hits, and this hit. is the one that just charged her will. Yes. Got um, it. And... Uh, oh wow! Fifty-two points of damage. Oh my! What? what? God! Multi-shot. Multi-shot, mate. Multi-shot. points of damage, and that is uh, that had the electrical in there as well. Yes. You don't have to tell me the difference yeah. for this one. Uh, okay. And second shot. Ah, nineteen. Nineteen misses. Uh, third shot. Oh, I rolled a 19. Natural 19. That's a hit. Uh, uh, 18 damage. 18 damage. 18? Yes. 18 and 52 (laughs) in one round. Oh, yeah. That is 70 points of damage by one character. All right. The other two uh, are just going to double move to get up into y'all's shit. So this guy, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Up there, this guy, we'll say, gets up to, uh, he can get to there. So now they're fanning, they've fanned out, and now they went from being 100 feet away to being about 20 feet away. That escalated quickly. And Sir Will, still alone in the group, Umlo's turn. Umlo, now hasted, is going to move up and attack the giant that attacked Sir Will. Yeah. He loves him some Sir Will. Okay, and he's going to attack I'd like to go on record right now and say, Umlo will level up. Oh, by the way, you have to roll your suit. When he confirms a crit with Heartspit. Okay. Oh, okay. And I think he should take a Paladin level. He should, and he he's, will. He's learning from Sir Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should and he will. Crit with Heartspit? Talk to me. Uh, first, we got to roll our saves. All right, so I roll. They all roll will saves? Uh, just these two, 30 feet. All right, the first guy rolled a uh, nine. Fail. Second guy, the one that attacks Sir Will, also failed. Yes. So they are uh, minus two to attacks and everything else? Minus four to attacks and saving throws <laughs> for 1d4 rounds. Wow. <laughs> minus four. Okay. Giant nail four scale rounds. mail. For four rounds. Awesome. And then I have to roll my save. Uh, fail. So Umlo... It has, is locked into combat with this giant. Right, you'll either uh, save Sir Will or die try. You're gonna die. <laughs> All right, so now, he, does he get multiple attacks? No, because I moved. You moved, okay. Uh, with heart spit. Heart spit. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 does not hit. Damn it. With heart spit. <laughs> that's it. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> That's that. That's it. Yeah, All right, round two. <laughs> well, if you, if you want to give me another attack, I'm happy You're to take it. it. No, okay. Sir Will. I am just going to full-on withdraw 
and get out of there and flank the giants because I have a hundred feet of movement with haste. Oh yeah, so, so you're going to I'm going shoot. back to the wall, like away from them. Oh okay, and then looping around the far side of them with the Highbury banner blowing in the breeze. <laughs> so you're going to skirt the, the half circle. Yeah, I'm going to skirt the half okay. circle for a hundred feet and come around behind them. And as I go by the one that's uh, farthest away from the party that I'm surrounding, I'm just going to point to him as I'm riding by. <laughs> and just be like, I'm coming for you, fella. <laughs> Give a thumbs down. Uh, I'm going to smite evil. Okay. So I will nice. smite evil on him and then end up like some 50, 60 feet behind him. So you didn't... Uh, oh, that, you're using Lexington's movement. Lexington's double move. All right. Yeah. And you're taking an attack? Or, I'm sorry. I'm no, no, he's, no, he's I'm not. Withdrawing. Back, no, oh, you're withdrawing. Full withdrawal. Okay. Back and around. Okay. Oh, because of Lexington. Got it. Della. The magical one. You're up. Della is going to swift action keen and shock her scimitar. Yes. Oh. Uh, and then she's going to use her hasted speed to roll acrobatics to avoid the attack of opportunity to get up in this giant's grill. Okay, so that's just... Uh, we haven't done this in a while, actually. Uh, is it just the CMD? Uh, Move through a threatened so. area. Opponent's CMD. Yeah. Uh, that is a 25. Fail. Wait, wait, let me Nope, I'm sorry. It's a 28. <laughs> <laughs> let me just check. <laughs> no, I, I have a bonus because of my... Dexing Defender trait. Oh. All right, you're fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I'm going to I'm gonna attack with the flaming, shocking scimitar. You're attacking the, the, the only one that has not uh, rolled against... has a minus four because of the uh, nail scale armor. Ooh. Miss. Ooh. Uh, collar, neck, pull. <laughs> Is it just me, or have you not rolled well... In like over a month. Well, last week, month I and was, a half. Last week, I was rolling rocks on those skill checks. Oh yeah, that, right, right. That's true. <laughs> Nobody rolls a climb check like Della. <laughs> uh, all right, Baron. Those linguistics. Uh, so, what do you got? This is an immediate. We are stupid, and by we are stupid, I mean me are stupid. And, Go on. Uh, so it's been. I'm so messed up on antihistamines because of your cats uh, that I read. I dare the, you blame my cats for your poor role play? <laughs> I added the the. I giants added, are mad, Grant. <laughs> I added the damage modifier to my roll instead of my attack modifier on that crossbow. Oh, you there you go. For the second one should have hit, I'm an You're idiot. so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and, what was the difference? Uh, it was... Uh, a lot. Yeah, it was uh, six points difference. Oh, that would so have been, been a 26? Would have been a 20... No, yeah, 26. All right, so now you want to do it for real? Well, the thing is, is I don't think that haste is going to change how long it takes to reload it. Like, I don't think that makes sense. What's the question? You mean... Uh, It's still going to take me a full round to reload the giant heavy crossbow. Giant's main heavy crossbow. I think so. Or or does Haste allow you to reload... No, I don't think so. Like, quick drop. I haven't been able to read anything like that, so I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to drop the crossbow. Okay. uh, And pull out my... um, My double barrel. Pull out your double barrel. Drop the crossbow, pull out the double barrel. You, uh... That's all you do, right? That's all I can do. Okay. You know, well, I mean, I, I. So it's it's a choice between being able to shoot a ton with my double barrel, or in a round be able to shoot with the giant's crossbow. So I'm just going to go with the double. Last I checked, you're a gunslinger, not a crossbow. Slinger. But you can still shoot it if you want. Oh, is anything in range? Yeah, dropping's free. Drawing is oh, a move. move. Okay, great. Right, then I'll shoot. I'll shoot uh, one time. Okay, which one do you want to shoot? Uh, the one that is engaged in combat with Del Del. Okay. Don't roll a one. What'd you just say? Don't don't roll a one. Little Deputy Del Del. Ooh, baby, baby. 
Oh, uh... That is a hit. That is a a 24. All right. Did get 17 points. That's 24 against touch, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. 17 points of damage. Nice. Oh, baby. All right. Even with that little boost to its AC, didn't matter. Uh, Okay. It is going to be the one that attacked Sir Will, the one with the dwarven weapon. Is going to uh, this has this is the one that has a minus four. Uh, it is in, going to he's in melee with Umlo. Five five foot step up and do two attacks on Umlo. Oh, oh this is the end of Umlo. Yeah, should he do this vital could strike? Very well, be the end of Umlo. Should he do vital strike? <laughs> no, let's just do two attacks and have them both hit. Uh, right, now, <laughs> now again, this is minus four. Remember well. to buff his AC against a giant. Plus four. Twenty one on the first roll. Miss. There we go. That's huge. It's going to take a real high Umlo's roll. learning. And uh, another miss. Yes. Awesome. And he's, he's just put off by the snail mail. <laughs> he's scared. Uh, all right. The one to the left there. He's all by himself, but there's Sir Will. Does he want to charge Sir Will? Does he want to charge Sir Do Will? Do it, buddy. Draw him away from the party. He yeah. could. He's going to charge what? Sir Will. And... Uh, <clears throat> He is going to uh, attack once with his battle axe. With his old battle axe. It is going to be uh, 19 plus 2 on the charge, 21 to hit. Please. <laughs> Did I mention I have divine armor? It's shining with the so grace of the Omadai. <laughs> swings, misses with the battle axe. And then the last... Oh, no, he hits him straight on. Oh, hits him. It just oh. doesn't do anything. That's actually... <laughs> somebody wrote in and made the point. They were actually talking about... Uh, the, our old rule about shooting in the melee, but they were saying that it makes sense that if you roll and you hit the touch AC, that your your attack hits the target, but it's deflected by their armor. Right. This so. comes in, this, this comes into play with the shocking grasp magus thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Charged? Do you? Is it, it, yeah, it's right. Very confusing. Right. All right. The one who is up in Della's shit. Actually, Della's up in his shit. Five foot steps back and attempts to sunder. Della's scimitar. Oh, oh no! Improved Sunder, so it does not provoke. If you actually hit on this, oh we're going to have to pause for 25 minutes and read the rules on what happens <laughs> know, in Matthew's seriously. weapon. Just need to know it's hardness and it's hit points. Troy has a look of someone who read about Sundering. <laughs> <laughs> Troy doesn't need to pause. I didn't roll well. <laughs> uh, 17. Against my CMD? Yes. Miss. Yes. God. Nice, Stella. Nicely done. All right. And uh, uh, you know what? I got so excited there, I skipped Nestor's turn. I had all three of them attack. <laughs> so, Nestor, you, oh. you would have went after the first one. Uh, all right. Well, now I'm, I'm actually blocked on every single <laughs> target is blocked right now. Uh, I'm going to take a five-foot step forward. Um towards myself, the player. Um, and uh, I think I've got a free shot on the one uh, fighting Umlo. Yeah, you, there's, yeah. there's a okay. line. Totally. Yeah. So I'm going to take a full attack on him. Many shot, first shot. Uh, 20. 20 misses. No, 21. 21 so misses. Uh, uh, this is the one that's taken the most damage from you, no less. <laughs> All right, second shot. Fucking miss. No, 22. 22 Misses. Okay. These guys are tough, These guys man. Are tough. <laughs> Glancing off his armor, and last shot is uh, twenty-three. 
23 hits. Well, now we know. Now <laughs> we've determined the armor class. Now that we've That's the old-fashioned way of finding out the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Haste. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, 21 damage. All right. A couple things are going to happen. It is below zero, but not unlike so many orcs you've fought before. Oh, oh man. It is now empowered by its own ferocity. And it is Umlo's turn. Maybe take, his uh, last. Take it, it out. Three attacks. Baron's turn? Yes. Three attacks. Baron. Because Della went, and I normally go after Della, don't I? Did I go Della straight into my guys? You went Della because you No, skipped. you went. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I, went. Della hasn't gone in a long time. Oh, got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long round. I'm sorry. First attack. Three attacks from Umlo. Go. 17. Misses. Miss. Second attack. Oh. 25. Yes, that's that a, hit. a hit. Yes. Sorry, I need to get two more D6s because it's a giant. <laughs> oh, oh nice. I see a six. 19 points of damage. Yeah. 19 points of damage. Third. Let me see here. That takes a below his yeah. Connie's dad. There you right. go. I'm low low for the win. I'll add your nails to my armor. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So does that mean Umlo? Lev- no, it's not a crit. It yeah, got a crit. All right, Umlo, that's that's, that's all you're going to do, right? Okay, round three. Can't we just get to round six when I don't take the minus fours to attack? <laughs> Sir Will. <laughs> uh, guys up in your face. Not letting you charge. Yep. Chasing you around. So, uh, okay, Sir Will is going to say, you're going to have to do better than that and keep just keep running him away. So this ah. time, though, gauging his, uh, his range, he's going to move... Uh, sort of over toward the other um, giant that Della is locked in combat with. Kind of like flanking that one? Kind of flanking that one, but farther behind it, much farther behind it, uh, but staying 70 feet from the other guy. Or, I'm sorry, 75 feet from the other guy. So okay. just trying to stay out of charging range. I don't know if you have room. Room? Oh, I, I have like a hun- over 100 feet of movement. With Lexington? Yeah. All right, so Sir Whale just pulls over that. Now, do you do anything? You're just using Lexington's movement. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think that I should smite evil on him, the one that I left, because I, I was thinking about it, and the withdraw, I think, is a full round action, so I don't think I can swift during a full round. Ah, mm. so the smite you did yeah. last time, you're going to do this time. Yeah, I don't now. think I can. I might be able to. I don't to. think you can. Can you do a swift anytime you can do a free action, but you can only do one? I can't remember. Either way, it doesn't matter. Smite evil now if, I, if that's... What needed to happen? Okay, uh, Della. Uh, Della is going to do spell combat, spell strike. Roll con- I'm going to roll concentration. Okay, okay. Uh, to cast mirror image. Nice, good uh, choice. I make it, and then I'm going to take a five foot step in, and five foot step in, and then two attacks. Tried to break that sim. <laughs> Try first attack, miss. Second attack, Della. Twenty three to hit. Hits exactly. <laughs> yes. ah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. All right, this guy's—he's being chipped away at. Uh, let me roll. Nobody's doing Nestor level damage. I'm going to roll for the number of images. Uh, three images. So there's, there's four. There's four of you. Okay, mark that down on a piece of papier. All right, <laughs> Baron, you're up. 
Baron's about to enter into a little land I like to call Misfire Central. Yeah! <laughs> so Baron rushes in to try and pistol whip the giant? No, he actually yells, John Cena! <laughs> um, no, he uh, is going to take rapid shots. Four. <laughs> Baron! All right, so you're going to... Four do... shots at the giant. Oh, my and God. Okay. Two reloads in the process, free action. It gets a plus two to its AC for the cover that Della is providing. There's no cover because it's a large creature. There's five feet of it sticking off to the side. No, no that's no. why it's plus two and not plus four. No, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Partial cuff. Della's going to die right here. Shots at the head. Yeah, I'll take four. <laughs> Don't roll a natty one. 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 Don't roll a natty one! No. Oh, he's so nervous. Oh, he did it again. <laughs> oh, that's a hit. That's a hit. That is a hit. Oh, when the moon hits your eye like a big... Uh, that's 13 points of damage. Okay. Second attack. I'm nervous. Uh, that is a 17 against touch AC. 17 against touch. Yes. Yeah. 14 points of damage. How nice. far do you have to be to use up close to... to oh, 20, 20 feet. feet. Well, right. I, okay, then I take a five-foot step. Are you still... That's still not 20 feet, no? I just wish Still not. you wouldn't lie to us, Ben. <laughs> I thought I was So that first away. attack resolves against regular AC. What was it? And takes a minus two to what it was. So that was a uh, 27 against regular AC. 27 is regular. That one still hits. Okay, the second one, I don't remember what I rolled, but it probably doesn't. You hit. rolled a six. 17. Yeah, you would. 17 make. against touch. So, yeah, that, so that would a, be a miss. Yeah. So this is. Uh, okay. That is uh, the 21 against regular AC. Miss. Yes. Final one after reloading. Oh. Okay, so that is a really great. 20 against regular AC. Oh. But it's tough with all those attacks. Ah, all yeah. Yeah. I'll take another five-foot step next round. Man, this is... I could have killed this combat, and I keep on fucking up. Uh, I think you should just run up there and pistol whip him. <laughs> Just start poking at him in the knee, so I can sunder your gun. Your, your gun is so sharp. Just yeah, just poke at him with your sharp gun. <laughs> your, Baron, your gun's so sharp. Just Man. poke him with it. It's like a sword Man. cane. All right, cave, sharpest gun in the west. Advanced cave giant one dead. Nestor, you're up. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take a full attack. I think. Can I take a five foot step and get a reduced uh, cover? Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Did I do that? I'll take a five-foot step. Uh, double knock arrows. Which one are you shooting? Wait, you got- Natural 20! Yeah. Well, you're shooting over here, right? <laughs> the, the far one. No, the one that's fighting Delta. Well, that's going to have cover no matter what, so... A little bit. Just a plus two. 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 Uh, so that hit, that doesn't hits. matter with a natural 20. Yeah, it's a natural 20, so... Uh, all right, roll to confirm. Uh, okay. Oh? Yeah, it confirms. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so time. wait a minute. There, both your arrows crit or only one crit? No, one crit. Okay. <laughs> One one arrow crits. Sweet Oyoma. Troy is, very scared. Troy very scared. is not very happy. Uh, all right, so it's okay. So it's times three. So we haven't crit in so long. So <laughs> yeah, it's double damage. You get your times three. Right, right, right. okay. Uh, yes, piercing, deep wound, double damage, and target is nauseated for one round. Fortitude <laughs> negates. Oh my god. Uh, and what was your confirm hit? I, my 42 save was 20. You had to have a 25. Oh, I, I 26. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, so he's nauseated, and it is triple damage. Yes. On to, one arrow. To one arrow. Okay. So. <laughs> oh Pause Ten. for many dice to be rolled. Uh, this is going to be insane. He's just dead. Damage. Wait. 57 points of damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he's in the negative. <laughs> Second shot. 
goodness. 20, 25. 25 hits exactly with okay. the cover. Uh, 17. And he's dead. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. That crit. All right. Uh, it is the only living cave giant's turn. And did you say you moved exactly out of range I of said, charge? I said 75 feet away. If it can charge 65 feet, then it's fine. Well, it can charge 60, but it's got a 10-foot reach. Well, that's why I did 75. I see. Uh, okay. Well, then. Who is he going to charge? Um, low. Um, low. <laughs> the body. Umlo um, is in the way. Umlo um, is a tempting target. Oh, the body's in the he way. He can do a leap over it. Della like, is really uh, the only straight line he has. I think technically bodies don't count. Yeah, they fighter, don't. But yeah. you can do what you want. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, Dale. Oh, no. Stay away from my Della! Someday I'd find someone like you. <laughs> Here's the charge on Delsky. Uh, 22 to hit. It just hit. Oh, oh no. no oh, this is going to be bad. Della Delskins, uh, 16 points of damage. Oh, not oh, too bad. Not too not bad. Too bad. A respectable 16. A gentleman 16. And, and, and he's then, not going to live till the next round, so you're fine. <laughs> he then bows to Della. <laughs> she curtsies back. Uh, Umlo. Umlo is going to charge. Well, we both, we have to roll our saves. Uh, this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. This one doesn't never... hit you because this one had the minus four. That's right. Oh. oh. That's right. So it oh, right. Yeah, you. it was the other one that I just killed oh, that was yeah, out of the That's range. right. Doesn't even hit you. There's so much going on, I can't even keep track. <laughs> so uh, Umlo's going to charge him. Umlo. This one has not been touched, but it does have a minus four for three more rounds. He's going right. to charge ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he needs. That's a lot for a dwarf. Uh, miss. Oh, oh Umlo. Natural seven. Oh, Umlo. You'll never oh, level up. Umlo. <laughs> uh, all right, Sir Will. What are you going to do, Sir Will? Uh, it is time for the hybrid charge. Yes. <laughs> he lines himself up now that the giant is properly distracted. He's been taken out of the combat long enough. And he's going to enact his uh, cavalier challenge as well on this guy to just give himself the most, the best bonus possible to take him out. And then he will charge. Make it so, Sir Will. For the rose. <laughs> and the light. <laughs> and the light. Oh, no, that's just for the sword, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just for the sword. Uh-huh. Just for the sword. I know it's coming, then. <laughs> You're so close to just being a Soul Calibur character at some point. <laughs> and the soul still burns. Soul Calibur. Sorry, I'm just... Uh, it's a lot of bonuses to deal with here. Uh, okay, so here comes the charge. Uh, that is 28. 28. Hits to hit. <laughs> 28 to hit. And he does... 42 points of damage. Oh <laughs> if he's evil. I'm sure, I'm assuming he he's evil. He is evil, yeah. <laughs> For, no, and then just, he, he rides by, yeah. He's just misunderstood. It's only 30 points to the of other damage. Body. Right <laughs> to the other body. He is chaotic evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is chaotic evil, dude. All right, so you just straight through. Straight through, and then uh, that actually puts me in the line of the other body. So I stop right at the other body. Okay. Yeah, so I could theoretically be in range of him. Della, what do you do? That uh, one's dead. No thanks to you. <laughs> uh, Della is going to dance. Uh, she's going to move and roll acrobatics to avoid the attack of opportunity. Okay, over to Nestor. Oh, well, you're what moving away? I don't think it's threatening you. I think you can just yeah, you're yeah, you can move away. Yeah, presume I'm not withdrawing, but presumably it was we were in melee, weren't we? 
No, not with that guy. Not no, with that you're. Guy. You kill. It, it no, 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 no. That charged Della. It charged me. Yeah. So yeah, you're, the piece oh. is just in the wrong spot. Oh yeah, that should be up a little closer. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yes. So, so I'm gonna roll acrobatics. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty. <laughs> I already starting to roll to hit you. Ah. <laughs> Don't forget the mirror image. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that's right. How many images was it? And it's got a minus four, so uh, it is. Well, you know what. 24. Uh, that hits, but now roll for the mirror image. There are four, and one of them is me. So I gotta roll... Uh, f- a 1d4. There's only four altogether, yeah. right? So a four hits you. Four hits me. Two. One of the images uh, is image. Yes! Awesome. Good spell, Del. Uh, okay, Del. And so she moves, and she gets to Nestor, uh-huh. and she casts Vanish on him. Oh, oh no! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, I, I hope he lives long enough, love. All right, Baron. I you're hope up. he lives long enough for me to kill him. Uh, Baron is going to. Uh, he's going to be dead anyway. Baron's going to do what he should have done at the beginning of this combat and c- cast Touch of Law on himself. Ah, Touch mm. of Law. And he's going to stay where he is. Duel. Standard action. That's it. All right, and if let- he if he somehow survives, then I'm going to hit him four times. All right, yes, yep. Nestor, you're so dumb. You're up. I will tell you right <laughs> now. If Nestor doesn't kill him, I'm going to do something fucked up. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's Nestor will kill him. Well, I'm tempted to see what that is, but uh, so I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take my full attack. First one is against his flat-footed, if it makes any difference. Sneak attack. Uh, oh, shit. 20 to hit. Miss. All right. Many shots. Squandered. Second shot. That's a hit. But you're visible now, right? Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So it's just regular No damn. sneak attack. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure, good buddy. Uh, 16 damage. 16 damage. Uh, third attack. Uh, 24. 24. Hits. Okay. 18. 20 points of damage. And he is still alive. No, I don't mm, like it. That first hit. I can never get a sne- fucking sneak attack off. I never can. I'm trying to help you, man. No, you did everything you could. I wish everyone else would pull their weight. <laughs> the problem is... So he could help my <laughs> character do something cool. The problem is we're in a gigantic valley with no hiding places whatsoever. I know, but it doesn't matter, does it? Now, there will be a chance for something not bad to happen in the form of Umla. But as Baron stands before the cave, the, uh, possibly of his ancestors... It goes to charge at Baron and sunder his gun. Oh, no! no. I'm looking oh, for an attack no. of opportunity. Damn right it is. Oh, come on. That's 24. 24 hits. Yes, do it. Take him out. You need to do a ton <laughs> Giant Spain. of damage. It won't happen. Oh, my God. Oh, it's not too bad. 21 points of damage. 21 points of damage. Take 21. Still alive. Oh no! <laughs> Sunder. That was a pretty the good gunder. Roll too. Oh, Plus no. two. Sunder the gunder. Plus two. <laughs> oh, I just pulled a crack. I crack just pulled die. a Grant. Crack that. All right, Grant. Here we go. Natty two. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have a, uh, I, I punched the table and it turned into a twenty. Not even <laughs> it's uh, laughing at you. So uh, nineteen you against your CMD. That is a big fat beast. You're yeah. gonna take four <laughs> shots from my gun in a second. I'm low. You got it. It's your turn. Take him out. 
Okay, so Umlo has Crit him, Umlo. He's got to move, move back, right? Umlo's got to move more than a five-foot step to get within range. Yeah, so he's got one attack. One attack. Oh, all right. Here it comes. Will that attack of opportunity? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It provokes. 22. Uh, with oh. the hatred miss. Ah, that's the, right. The defensive training. And I think this thing had a minus four because of Umlo's thing. So, yeah. Umlo, take it out. Take it home, Umlo. Big old miss. Uh, <laughs> big, big old miss. It's a miss. It's a miss, Sir Will. Round five. You can take him out, Will. Yeah, his back is to Will. He doesn't see it coming. He's just so small. He doesn't know. He doesn't realize what's coming up. Uh, Will turns, resets Lexington. For Highbury! For Highbury! Charges. Phew, natty 16. Yeah. That's a 30-something to hit. And uh, got to do more than seven points of damage. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm it's to knock him below zero. Yeah, it's plus twenty-seven. <laughs> so you eviscerate <laughs> ride through thirty-seven points, and it down. has every single one of its organs like a shish kebab on the end of your lance. Behind me! Behind me! As the organs awesome. slide down the spear, will it's just like <sighs> oh, not it's like heart, spleen, intestines, yeah. lungs. Oh, and the man. cave giants are dead. Oh, my God. couple of near misses. Looks like uh, we're going to open up a halal meat cart after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a little uh, shish kebab, actually. Yeah. Umlo didn't get hit. Umlo did not get hit. Umlo is... So, I thought he was going to be dead. The story of Umlo rages on. Uh, nice job. Nice job. Whew. We'll see you next week. No, 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 no. come on, come just on, man. Headed. We just got here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do um, you? What Umlo do you guys would like to? to saw off a fingernail of each of these guys. Oh yeah, oh, sick fuck. <laughs> you twisted bastard. All right, so why, why Umlo, fingernail? Umlo just goes straight to the nails and just ripping off these dirty, crusty nails to the size of dish plates. You know, just I don't know if he's going to fashion them onto his armor right yeah, now, but yeah. Rips him off and it's just. When we all do our nightly sewing, he's going to uh, attach him to his armor. Dirt and like chicken meat. Uh, okay, that's what Umlo does. He goes, what you looking at? <laughs> now carry on, mate. You made me take this armor. <laughs> no, I know. No, it suits you. Uh, thanks. You're telling me that's not hockey pads? I'm not wearing hockey pads anymore. <laughs> uh,. Can Baron turn around and look at this damn thing, <laughs> so please? Baron, as, as like this battle axe came within inches of hitting your beautiful double-barreled pistol, you pull it away at the last second. Sir Will eviscerates it with the Highbury Lance, and you turn around to look at the rune. It takes you a second to decipher it, as it is in an ancient dwarven script, and it reads, Ash Peak. As a last Whoa. name? As a surname? Ashpeak. Ashpeak. Wow. Have I ever heard of that name before? Has it ever resounded in the Five Kings Mountains? It's nothing that rings a bell to you or to anyone. Nestor and all this travel. Is there an E at the end? No. Wow. Hmm. Can I look inside the cave? Sure. To see if there's any more... Uh, uh, Guns? Evidence I can find. <laughs> How many guns do you need? Yeah, it's just M16s lined up. <laughs> it's like you the see. inside of a SWAT van. There. We're just passing out. Cling, cling, cling. You find a rocket launcher. Someone, someone on the on the ba, ship ba, ba, ba. on the Nebuchadnezzar in in the Matrix just <laughs> in a bunch of guns. You know, you, you you climb up over the the lip to go inside, and, and sure enough, you see like, and this is all these are rudimentary drawings. They have the the care 
that a dwarf would uh, go to to right. create, obviously. But they're still rudimentary. There's only so much you can do with hammer and chisel. And they weren't doing this as like a place, you know, like a, a great dwarven uh, lair. It was just to like say Ash Peak was here. You know what I mean? Wow. But you see a volcano. Wow. And you see like an image, think like hieroglyphics of a three stages of uh, an adult carrying a baby to the top of the volcano. And then you see these images of ancient guns. Like if, if, if these, this party had never met you, they wouldn't even know what they were. But you, you know, you just see it. It's like these were ancient guns. Baron is going to take the hope knife he was given from its sheath. He's going to study the rune carefully. And he's going to roll the sleeve up on his left arm and into his forearm. He's going to start carving that rune. Carving the rune into for the Ash flesh. Peak. Yes. It burns. Yep. Damn. What are you doing, mate? About to no. Trying to figure out who I am. Are you taking a blood test right here? You want some healing? I don't need healing infernal or otherwise I forgot to mention the rune is a big dick <laughs> leave me alone I don't know what I'm doing Baron you want to retcon that there Baron fall, falls asleep and Troy just carves it into him anyway right out of space uh, <laughs> Ah, dick humor. <laughs> it's not. It's just that Troy was just like so straight about it. Like, yep, it's a penis. <laughs> uh, but no, that's very cool. So you just, without even giving a second thought, mm-hmm. without just like full trust of Drojit, full trust of this interpretation of what you saw in Steelhand's tomb, you just no. I, I, I never had a name day that would have granted me a gun. So in carving the rune of Ash Peak into my own, I'm giving myself the trial by fire I should have had through blood. Something symbolic about trying to understand what's inside of me. This, this mystery that is family heritage that lies within blood. And to the rest of it, we don't know any of this, so we're just seeing him carving a wang into his forearm. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I can just see you, like, rubbing your hands on the carvings of this child being brought up to the mountain. Obviously, that's not you, but a a tradition that your family did, barbaric, perhaps. Somehow, something happened between your ceremony and your days as a red heart. But now, for all intents and purposes, you are Baron Ashpeak. Mm. And Baron thinks to himself, it feels good to start a new chapter and a new day. And then he takes out a, a sketchbook. He's not paying any attention to anyone else. They, they might be looking at the, the giants, whatever. And he's all the pictographs and everything he sees in there, he's sketching down. So maybe one day, if he finds a place of his own, you know, if he becomes a giant slayer or if if he becomes the next great dwarven hero he wants to have accurate iconography to carve into his own place and if he ever gets back to the chelish devil he's adding all this stuff to it into where he carved it before Uh, and he's just gonna 
do one last look. He's going to look for any other tunnels within this room, look for any secret doors, um, and he's going to walk out in the daylight, born again. Born again as Baron Ashpeak. And you know that it's not uncommon for dwarves to take their surnames from the areas in which they live. And so maybe there is an Ashpeak. Maybe this is a real place that if you live long enough, someday you could find it when this mission is over. And nothing that I've known off the top of my head with no. Ashpeak. Okay. Um, Read a little search of the bodies. <laughs> and I don't find anything else in there. Is there a check I perception as I walk no, around? Okay. I can, I'll save you the check, yeah. It's, it's more of a solemn situation for you. No treasure in there. You search the bodies. Uh, two of them have battle axes. Um, and one of them has a magical dwarven weapon. <gasps> Ooh. Whoa. I spellcraft it? The one that hits Sir Will right at the beginning. 21. It is a plus two Dwarven Urgosh. Oh, nice. It's a double weapon. Yeah. Axe head and a spear point on opposite ends. So of cool. Long yeah. haft. The axe head is a slashing weapon that deals 1d8 points of damage. Its spearhead is a piercing weapon that deals 1d6 points of damage. You know, plus all your appropriate strength modifiers. You can use either head as the primary weapon. The other becomes the offhand weapon. If you use an Urgosh against a charging character, the spearhead is the part of the weapon that deals damage. Dwarves tweet Dwarven Urgoshes as martial weapons. Ooh. So it's exotic for anyone else. I believe so. Yeah. 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 So. That's be. awesome. A plus nice. two. A plus two Dwarven Urgosh. Nice. That's great. It'd be great for uh, Umlo. Yeah, he's making out like a bandit. And yeah. You, and you think to yourself, Baron, that these fucks must have excavated this. Right. From somewhere in here, left behind by another dwarven family, right, and took it as his weapon. There's no, there's no rune on the Urgosh that matches up to any of the other. No, it's so like uh, chiseled down and worn away, worn away by time. time. So, if that's all we find on these uh, giants, then I'd suggest to the rest of the group, for my own interest, I'd like to take note of all the other names and 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 rune symbols we see. Um, and I mean, I don't know what you all think. It might be worth looking through if there's any more little caves quickly to see if they lead anywhere or there's any secrets that, well, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Cause I think these we giants, examine all of them, the giants couldn't get to in those small cracks we had to squeeze through. So there might be something. Yeah. Can no, we, we examine all of them? Yeah. yeah so, so if you, I don't know if you want to fan out, if you all want to stay together, stay together, stay yeah. together, you start going through and like every cave has some sort of inter locking things. Some of them, it leads really circuitously back to another cave that's on the other side. Some of them you go so deep in that you're like, let's turn around and let's try another cave. So you come all the way back and you can tell that there's an interlocking series of tunnels that go God knows how far. Um, and that would be its own search. But there's no at no point do you feel like, this is the way we should go. You know, You feel like you could get lost in here. Um, wow. Or maybe end up in the Darklands. But whoever was excavating, it started out as big caves, and it slowly became smaller caves. So Sir Will fits through fine, but if Nestor and Della want to continue forward, it becomes obvious that it was dwarven tunnels being made d- deeper and deeper. So you're like crouching, and at a certain point, it's 
you realize how fruitless this is. You could spend years trying to figure out what they were doing down there. Cool. And any engineering or dungeoneering check I could make to see what they were mining or looking for? Uh, yeah, roll knowledge engineering. Oh, that's a good roll. Uh, 23. Most likely iron, but I'm sure there were tons of important metals. I got here. You can see where they just scraped it clear of any, any iron they could find, but I'm sure they found other metals and gems throughout. And is there a, um, a history role we can make on this area of the valley to see when it became contested between dwarves and giants, if Nargrim ever came here, if there was any lessons from the past we could take moving forward because I it almost feels like history's repeating itself. I don't think we know enough about the valley to even make a check. Yeah, it'd be tough. Um, like if you had read something in a book like about abandoned mines or whatever and you and you came across this, maybe you could put two together, but this is just like you went left instead of right a couple of times and ended up here. Okay. It's so, just another like the like the Lucrata cave that you found all that other dwarven stuff. There was there were giants here at one point and then there were dwarves and then there was no one. And now the giants are back. So we're checking all the caves. We find these caves that lead nowhere that we could easily get lost in that are a fruitless waste of time for us now. Mm-hmm. Baron and Umlo write down all the names of the runes. Right. Um, we can do that later. I'm not your secretary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Umlo's a real asshole now. Someone else needs to play him. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, is there and we're searching inside each cave. Is there anything of interest Nothing. the whole time? It's, it's a lot of the so same. we just have to turn around now. Yeah, yeah. It's you know. I could make a chicken cord on blue. It's still. <laughs> I just sound like an asshole. It's still <laughs> early enough in the day that you can backtrack a good, good portion of the way. Unless you want to rest, you could at least go back to where the uh, scarecrow was, and then it might be dark by then. Uh, there was one passageway you didn't check out when you first entered the Northeast Passage. You might want to check that out, or maybe you just want to go on. But now, for the first time in a while, you got to figure out what you want to do. There's no more Northeast. <clears throat> yeah, we've kind of uh, exhausted one avenue. Yep. Um, didn't I, I mean, I'd like to check out that last whatever it is. Yep. Yeah, that know. last passage yeah so you're not rest or anything you're just gonna head straight we'll do that there. first and then yeah. Yeah. all right so you, you guys uh head back down you, you grab the baron are you holding on to the dwarven urgosh or does someone else want it you want to roll off or i was gonna switch it out for my hand axe but i'm really not a martial character so i'm happy to give it to Umlo. i just don't know when i'm well almost gonna... got the yeah the, he's right. never got the spear. Well, no, that's not true he could lose the spear it could get dropped he could not I, be in range. He could be in tight quarters. I just gave it to Umlo, but if you want to... You, know. you, can, you can hold yeah, on to I'm Umlo. just saying it's not irrelevant to Umlo. I just want to say that was the... I really want to use the brace feature of heart spit in that combat. Because how many times you know someone's going to charge you and you got your spear waiting and then they just charge you? Well, it's an interesting tactic that I never even thought about. You were baiting them, Sir Will, all yeah. around. Yeah. That you guys could plan like a... A bait and switch or a bait and spear and uh, yeah. brace something. Like, the old bait and spear. Like, Sir Will, if you're moving and they're chasing you and you just keep moving and chasing it and then you move past Umlo and yep. they just keep chasing and Umlo's like, Pah! Braced, That'd be yeah. cool, yeah. That'd be very cool. It's hard to use brace because I, as a GM, I just have to be like, all right, you I, caught me. Well, I don't I'm charge. A, I'm allowing you to catch me because you can't. Otherwise, who's going to use brace? So I, yeah, you're ready in action. As soon as they come, they come this way, I'll shoot them. I go the other way. <laughs> so the last time you guys camped, you started your day by going like a mile and a half one way and found another dead end, some chains, and some. And you realize now that those cave 
things that were all grown over and with rock slides, there were probably more mines that yeah. had just been uh, not uh, as well taken care of. So you guys, uh, then you went up and discovered these caves and fought the cave giants. So by the time you get all the way back down to where that, that first little southerly passage was, um, when you left the, uh, the Scarecrow area and decided to go northeast, uh, you've gone like eight or nine miles, so it's taken the better part of the day. You go south, and you go south for like not even a half an hour, and it's another dead end, and there's nothing there. Okay. Yeah, there's not even like animal carcasses. Is it like, is it sunset? Is it dark yet? Uh, no, it... it's probably like four o'clock. Okay, well, let's just keep going. Let's get as far as we can backtrack to where we came in, and you know, yeah. and then bed down when it gets dark. <clears throat> so you guys backtrack. So at this point, after you left the chapel... You then continued east, and you were following the stream. Yeah. Um, there was like two small southerly portions that you ignored. Wasn't there like a, like a crevasse that we ignored? Too? There was a crevasse and another little small southerly portion. And then there was a, a little thing to the north. You guys went to the north one, dead end, came back down. Then before you came to the fork that led to the Scarecrow and then up to where the cave giants were, there was a larger passage south. So if you guys want to continue back, the first thing you come to is the larger passage south. But remembering your map, there are also two smaller passages that you passed on your way from the chapel to the crossroads with the <laughs> the scarecrow. Thinking back, to following all this, I <laughs> literally have zero zero like spatial awareness. I, I, I'm, I'm looking good. at the map right now. Yeah, if you the look one on that you Tumblr, posted on yeah. the Tumblr. Um, so yes, yeah, good. Uh, there's a big portion here to the south. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, and then there's uh, that. And then thin further, one. Yeah. further back, further there's back another the narrow. Uh, yeah, I said there were two thin ones, but one you did check yeah. was nothing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we should. I think we should take our bang a left, as uh, Troy would say, at the uh, <laughs> first opportunity. Take that. See where that goes. Joe, did you just drop dice or an M M&M and M on my? That phone? was that was dice. You son of a bitch. Uh, I could. I should have known because it was a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe! And I know it was you. Uh, all right, so you guys go back, and by the time you get to that left, darkness is approaching, and we take a nap. And so you nap it out. Umlo would make Umlo cooks dinner for everybody. Oh, how nice! Oh, that's and nice. And he serves it on his new optional dinner plate so that he can pop off his armor. Oh, the that's finger, the fingernails super fucking the gross and gross. That's really gross. Uh, I made scones. <laughs> All right, so you rest. You guys, prepare your spells. You want to prepare. You probably want to do a little healing. Don't worry about that so much right now. Do it up there. You go south. This is the first time you're going. Do south. This is the next day. This is the next day. All right. Try to keep ahead of this sound here. <laughs> two arcane pokemon. It's raining. No, I'm uh, two... Oh, come on. It never rains here. It's sleeting. Oh, the rain just stopped. Right after you got it ready. <laughs> it's Mardi Gras. <laughs> There's a jazz funeral walks by. Uh, all right. So you guys head due south. A large passageway. The only other option you had to go south was the thin passage and the passage that the Veds were blocking. Everything else has been... Well, across from the Veds, too, there was a southeasterly portion you didn't take. You guys went northeast, where you end up coming up to Gristlecrack. So you, now you go south. You go south for about three miles, and the valley ends and starts to turn east again. But it's going now southeast. You continue that for another 
half hour, hour or so. And of course, you come to another fork. <laughs> God damn it. The fork is now going uh, southeast. <laughs> you don't even know where it's going. <laughs> or well, I'm trying to like do stage oh. right. And like, <laughs> southeast or southwest. I feel like Southwest, Southwest is where the money is. Yes. That's where the Veds were. The Veds were guarding a passage that was directly south, and this would be heading back that direction. It would be towards that, yeah. Let's forge it up. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's Southwest. blow some horns and go Southeast to the Southeast was the direction where the Scarecrow was. Northeast was where the right. Giants Headed are. Right, yeah. So now you come here, you can go southeast or southwest which yes that was the direction the vets were going so you're thinking southwest airlines yeah might as well it's about time yeah to take a southwest southwest airlines here we go we can all fight for our seats it is time children fly free (laughs) (laughs) you guys go southwest and sir will's the size of a child yeah he can fly he can fly sit in your lap the passage southwest right at the fork is very very thin the valley uh, thins out considerably. Maybe the thinnest it's been since you entered the valley. Hmm. You continue that through that pass for a while, and then the valley stops again and just goes straight south. So you guys keep going south. <laughs> south. Oh south. You go south. <laughs> Into the ball of the beast! <laughs> for like four miles. Wow. And the valley ends again and turns west. What? Back to yes, yeah, so back to join toward, the path with yep, the Veds. Back to where the yeah the Veds were. The valley turns west. Digital aids are so helpful. I know. I'm so glad for this map that you posted. Yeah, I figured it was time uh, I gave everyone a good view of what the valley <laughs> looks like. Um, you turn west, and you see up ahead something in the distance. Can't quite see it yet. You got to move closer, and you move closer, and you move closer, and the valley. Goes from wide to thin to thin to thin, and then the mountain flanks draw together at a point, creating a narrow pass that is blocked by an impressive wall that spans the entire valley. What? Sloppily cemented stone and timber make up the wall, which contains a large archway in the center blocked by a massive portcullis of sharpened logs bound together with thick hemp rope. Uh, nothing is crenellated, though, is it? No crenellation. Okay, no crenellation. And it's say. closed? Oh, it's closed. Is there any sign Stop of life atop the wall anywhere about? You uh, currently do not see any sign of life. How uh, far away are we? Yeah, how far? You guys are a hundred feet away. Are we in like the open? Are we in trees? Or I would say once you probably saw this, you guys went off to the side. But it, it's very hard. Like if you move too far off the road, you can't really see what's going on up there. So if you saw it and you wanted to kind of go to the side, you got to back up another hundred feet or so because the valley is just widening to this point. Or narrowing. narrowing, rather, to this point. Do we want a little scouting mission in the air? Yes. Uh, is that Della's voice now? I like that new <laughs> voice. So that was that was Matthew just wanted to talk in Nestor Sports for one sentence. <laughs> oh, God, it's Nestor's catching. voice is so fun. <laughs> uh, okay, so Della will do the same thing. She'll cast uh, Invisibility and Fly and ju- leap up into the air to kind of scout out what's behind the... 
What's behind the wall? All right, so Delacast Invisibility, which lasts for how long? Uh, good question. Less than your fly length? Less than my fly, but it's a couple of minutes, I think. It's a minute per level. So seven minutes. So both are seven minutes. Seven minutes. And you can fly pretty fast, right? Yeah, 60 feet per round. Okay. You fly, so you can fly up, check it out, fly back. Mm-hmm. Okay. You fly up, and you see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of giants on the other side oh, of the shit. wall. Oh. And just beyond that, built into the massive facade of the largest portion of the valley you've seen yet, an enormous cathedral. And you fly back. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. This <laughs> Adele lands is like, um, maybe the other way? <laughs> I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of giants just hanging out. They like, yeah. What are they doing? Are they, they like doing? training? Or are they Hundreds and hundreds of giants. You see camps set up all over the place. This camp is all Etons. This camp is all trolls. This camp is all stone giants. This camp is all hill giants. Oh, my God. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of giants and a long line of them leading straight up to the cathedral. Two roads leading out from there on either sides of the cathedral into valleys that you can't see from your quick fly check. We, that's crazy. I mean, infiltrating that isn't even an option. Umlo would just come within 30 feet of a giant and be (laughs) magically compelled to attack them until they're dead. Yeah. That nail skill is going to be a real... <laughs> that's the hand, right? Problem. The hand is what compels oh, the him. Hand, oh, the hand yeah. compels him. Yeah. It's the, the, the male is what compels him. male so piss, he can't even pisses like, off the giant. Yeah, he can't even like take the armor off. He might need to be um, sedated. <laughs> yeah. For real. Um, well, so you, I assume, I, describe... I, I, I report back. And, yeah, I pull us into the deeper into the into off the road. You come out and say, <laughs> "Run!" <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it seems from my, a layman's perspective to be a bit foolhardy to walk right that way. Uh, and there still seem to be other options. I mean, there may be another back way in or something. You said you we saw did, two roads, right? And we did say there were valleys on the other side of the wall, right? Roads. Roads. Yeah, so there was like... A disappear. You know, you're trying to take it all in as best you could, but you saw the cathedral. You saw, like, another wall blocking entrance into there, a line of giants leading up to there, hundreds and hundreds of giants leading out, and then two... Side roads that led off on either side of the cathedral into valleys. You don't to the north and south, roughly. Yes, to the north and south. And no dragons or drakes at all. Didn't see any. I mean, we could we could try to get in, go back up to where the beds were, and see if that road leads us into a side. Yeah, I mean, this seems to me like a poor option. And uh, my old dad always used to say, "Take a road less traveled, son." Mm. Yeah, so I think maybe going all the way up and around, back up, backtrack. There's no negotiating with giants. Well, we could try, but there's so many that it'd be a lot of negotiation. <laughs> I don't negotiate with giants. No, you don't. And they'd certainly have the leverage. Yeah. Literally. Well, Let's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go back up and to the west and then back down south. Yep. Yeah. And try to find that road that went off to the west. Well, at least now we know where, where, where they all are. They all are. <laughs> They're all there. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm, oh. I'm also, I have terrible spatial awareness and, and memory. Out of all the passageways, that one that only humans could fit through, we checked that out too, right, along the way? You did not. Okay, so there's also that passageway, which I would like to check out at some point, but if we run out of options. Uh, I think I know... We're far from it now, though, right? 100 feet away from the wall, as you guys are having this discussion. Oh, Jesus. goes on... No, no, no. Just Troy, it's not a little... To no, long. no. Oh. We were two hundred feet from the wall as we were walking back. <laughs> well, as you're walking speed. back, <laughs> <laughs> right. all of a sudden, you are couple things. You are attacked by two of these creatures. Whoa! Oh, saber tooth thing, tiger thing. Yikes! Those things like to eat Lexingtons, and right? You hear yelling from back where the wall is. As boulders start getting thrown your way as oh, well. What? Oh, what? What? Oh, God. All you see is two creatures and three heads. We'll see you next week. Oh, <laughs> oh, my, God. oh my God. How do they not alert all the other giants? I'm not ready to fight 300 giants or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, conserve your ability. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.